Hello, what's poppin', y'all? This is Katikast number four. Today, uh, I am your host, Chris Karan, and I'm a fourth year bio major. And let's go ahead and introduce two of our guests here. Let's start with Kirsten. Please introduce yourself, name, year, fun fact about yourself, maybe. Hi, I'm Kirsten. I'm a second year business administration major. And a little fun fact about me. Wow, where do I even begin? Um, <laughs> well, I, I guess one fun fact is that a holiday tradition of mine and my family, no one is surprised by this tradition that I'm about to reveal, is that we go to Disneyland together during the holidays. And yes, that's a little jab of provoking my uh, opponent. I mean... Um, your opponent? Lovely, lo- <laughs> lo- lovely this is a competition um, joined, <laughs> joined in tier on the live. <clears throat> Rudy, you can thank introduce you. yourself. Thank you. Thank you for your introduction. Thank you. Hi, I'm Rudy. I'm a third year biochemistry major. I guess a fun fact about myself is that I absolutely hate Disneyland. <laughs> so, yeah. so, that, so we just set the dynamic? <laughs> okay. So, this is a common question that I ask everyone on the podcast. How are y'all dealing with quarantine right now? And if so, know any hobbies, anything you've been up to, any projects you've been working on, etc. Okay, I'll go ahead and jump jump into this first. So, during this quarantine, I work a lot on my music. So, I've been writing a bunch. Um, having some band meetings, doing songwriting camp. I'm also involved with Ears, another music production club on campus. Well, not really on campus right now, but in the UCR campus spectrum. So that's been super fun to just be able to be creative and channel my energy into something productive. Thank you. How about you, Rudy? Um, to be entirely honest, I have been doing that much differently from what i normally do i mean beforehand i'd always be going out traveling i mean the plan over the summer was to you know travel go out sorry go out (laughs) go out and like visit different places try different foods but that kind of got you know sidetracked with everything so i just playing been playing a lot more games recently you know valorant minecraft whatever is like everyone's playing and then i've been just playing learning trying to learn new songs on the guitar but it is what it is as well as as well as for involvement on campus i guess i've been involved a little bit more on the on campus clubs like kati as well as um ttsm which is a tomorrow's teachers science math initiative something like that just kind of getting myself out there getting to know people as well Thank y'all for coming out and sharing us um, what y'all have been doing. So, this is, as you know, our fourth podcast. Um, We'll just go straight into our first topic here. And it is the main topic that I've personally been looking forward to. And it's, of course, it's already been pointed out in a little bit of a spoiler at the beginning, but your opinions on Disneyland and, like, (laughs) <laughs> They're both reeling right now, but I want to know first, first, from Kirsten's side, why do you love Disneyland? What do you think it stands for? And how much of an impact it's had on your life? Well, I would like to just point out firstly that I am wearing a Ariel sweater, and this wasn't even in preparation with the podcast. Like, this is just what I'm wearing on the daily basis. Um, so Disney in general has had a very big impact on my life, the my perception and outlook of how I approach different things, how I approach different people. Um, it's made me have a broader perspective and it adds a lot of positivity spice to my day on <laughs> Yeah, like like I said um, in the beginning, Disneyland has always been a thing that my family and I have been able to bond over, and I'm very much 
into family. So Disneyland is the place that we could all have fun together and where we actually all have fun despite being, you know, of different age groups and stuff like that. Mm. So that's our common ground. All right. Thank you. And now I would like to hear from the opposite side on why Rudy, you particularly dislike Disneyland and for what they stand for. I wouldn't say what I dislike what they stand for. I think actually Disneyland has a great opportunity to provide like hopes to those to people who are not Disneyland itself. Disney as a company provides a lot to those who it provides a lot to those who can't dream as imaginative as you think they can. I know when I was growing up, I grew up on the really old Disney Channel shows as well as like movies. Like um, I can't think of anything on top of my head, but just growing up. Disneyland was a a big influence. Not Disneyland. I keep saying Disneyland. Disney was a really big influence on me. Um, but the reason why I don't like Disneyland in particular is just it's it's overhyped. Like people's like, oh my god, let's go to Disneyland. Let's go to Disneyland. And then you spend four hours walking around waiting in lines. And then Kristen's gonna say Fast Pass. But let's be real. If you had. What's the point of going to somewhere, spending $100? I don't even know how much it is for a ticket anymore. But I just know the prices have constantly been going up because more and more people have been going. And not only that, it's always packed. The food is overpriced. If I remember correctly, at like a water bottle that you can probably buy for like $2 at Walmart costs like $8, I think, 6 to $8. So it's price hiking. And pretty much, it's like when you go the when you go to Disneyland, you be better you better be ready to break your bank. Mm. And not only that, it's it's crowded, compact. It's the city central. Like I remember when when COVID, the last day that Disneyland was open, everybody went, and that's when COVID was starting to pick up. And I was, and I just remember sitting there, and my dad sitting to myself, it's like, you you're all going to get sick. And not only that, but I believe Disney Disney World is even still open, which is uh, it's unbelievable. But I think that's all I got for now. Okay, that that completely valid, you know. But I'm more interested because I, I okay, so I misunderstood earlier that you don't hate Disney as a company, but in particularly you like you don't like Disneyland, is what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So. Who hurt you as a child? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so which which Disney costume hurt you? No, I'm joking. Anyways, sorry, I'm gonna bring it back here. I was I was just like in my mind. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Disneyland, as you know, is like for me as a kid. I didn't go to it a lot, but like I've had plenty vivid memories about it like of course i disagree with their prices and whatnot but do you genuinely believe that the price matches the quality that you're getting out of it considering like ev- like all the free things you can do or not well, they're not free there's nothing in life that's free but like do you feel like just entering disneyland and doing as much as you can with that is worth it or worth the price do I think price of a you know like a just like Google. a Disneyland ticket yeah yeah let me just search up how much a Disneyland ticket is are we talking about the park Harper where you can get access to both parks or just one park uh both parks talk because... about like a one no do like a one day a one, because one, one day day thing. there's just one too day. much in either park to do possibly do both parks in one day there's just too much you can't cover it all mm-hmm. okay so well a single day for both parks is one hundred twenty four that's the max. So for $124, you get access to a bunch of rides. Cool. Mm. Great. Mossberry Farm, 60 bucks. Cool. Six Flags. Cool. I mean, it depends on what you're going to Disneyland for. Mm-hmm. I highly, If you're going to Disneyland, I highly doubt you're going for the rides. You're going there to, you know, be... Uh, have fun. Enjoy the experience. And honestly, I feel, at least personally for me, someone who's very, like, practical speaking and, like, who also likes food like if i'm going to disneyland just to buy some food that i can get you know outside of disneyland for the same price for the same price and get better like why should i go to disneyland mm-hmm. i mean the experience is there don't get me wrong 
I understand why people go. It's just not for me. And I would want to hear uh, Kirsten's personal experience at Disneyland specifically. Uh, yes, you see, I was, um, I've been taking notes. So I can explain some of the concerns that you have. Um, you know, notes now. pardon me, I'm going to, my lighting keeps on adjusting. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm gonna adjust bring it back. <laughs> like you saw on darkening and whatever. Um, yeah, I wasn't doing like the typing, so I wouldn't, uh, so I was just like regular paper pencil. Anyway, so Rudy, can you please recap a little bit of like the reasons why I want to make sure I just got it all down? I don't like Disneyland. Yeah, like what you dislike. And, and I actually agree with some of your points too, um, but I do have like a few rebuttal explanations to why those may think differently. But I'm not like discounting your reasoning at all. No, 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 like no, I think no, it's totally valid. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much overhyped, overpriced. If you're going there, you're going there for the experience. That's that's honestly the truth. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of just it's for the kids. I um, I think Disneyland is for the children. Go to Seven Leaves if you're in Riverside. Sorry, going keep going on. Sorry, uh, that was just a that was like a <laughs> mini ad. No, yeah, it's okay. But, anyway. But yeah, I mean, what else? I can't think of anything on the top of my head, but definitely those things mm-hmm. are certainly what I don't like. It's just, mm-hmm. I think for me, the number one thing is that it's over. <clears throat> it's overpriced for the experience that you're going to be having. I think it. Um, in terms of the pricing, I do agree that the price is going way, way, way high. Um, that's just because it's more in demand and they're trying to control. That's the, part of their way of controlling the crowds is by having those higher price points which is like that sucks it's like you gotta have like some extra cash to spend if you want to disneyland but that is their way of crowd controlling um as opposed to like if you're going to six flags or not Bay farm like i live 10 minutes from six flags like the quality of yeah i mean yeah but i haven't gone there they're like only open seasonally anyway what was i saying so basically it's if you think disneyland's crowded like it's even more crowded in the parks that don't have much of that ticket increase and the types of people who would go there too are not always the nicest um in my personal experience the staff isn't always on top of their customer service and hospitality and Disney is really prided on hospitality. Um, although there's obviously some cast members who, you know, have their off days more than others, but for the most point, Disney makes it a priority to take care of their guests. Um, in terms of the, the $5 water, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's up with that one either. I think it's ridiculous. That's why I personally bring my own water into the park. Or you could actually get free water at any restaurant or over-the-counter service at Disney. If you, all you have to do is just walk up and say, can I please have some water? And then they'll give you like a little, a little water cup. And yeah, that's like a way to survive. But like I said... Um, those aren't things that Disney announces like, hey, we have free water because then no one would buy their overpriced water. So if you, I think who you go to Disneyland with really makes or breaks the experience. Whether as like Rudy, you know, you're giving Disneyland a chance and you want to go with me. No. Like you'll probably have, okay, well, hear me out. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I'm very experienced Disney veteran, if you will. So, you know, I do know all of those little tips and tricks so you can have a smoother time in the park without as much stress as like first timers may have if they don't have like a guidebook. Um another point for the rides, um yes, Disney doesn't necessarily have the thrill rides of other coasters like at Knots. Um but with those rides um it's not just the actual ride track you're looking for the overall ride experience so the immersion because the disney imagineers put in so much time 
and effort into putting every single little detail into things and hiding their eggs. Like you just can't compare the kind of storytelling ability that Disney has versus the other rides. So if you're looking for ride tracks, then specifically like thrill coasters, maybe Disney isn't the place for you. But if you're looking at the overall storytelling ability and experience, like Rudy and I agreed on earlier, then that is kind of what keeps me coming back to Disney is like, I like to look for more details Hmm. in the overall picture. So those are just a few, but I'll pass it on for now. I'll just save the rest. Just to review something that you mentioned previously. Um, Mm -hmm. You said that you you feel that Six Flags Magic Mountain specifically gets more attendance or it's more crowded than Disneyland is. But I just pulled up some figures right now. Annually speaking, Six Flags Magic Mountain gets about 3.365 million people per year versus Disneyland's 18 million. Well, I would like to... The reason why it feels more crowded, more like not necessarily the figure of that there are more people going, but like I said, Six Flags is open seasonally where I live. So more people are going on those days rather than it being dispersed out during the week. And also the way that the shape of the map in the park is, there are more crowded spots rather as Disneyland's a little bit They're better on crowd control. They have people that are directing you where to go, especially during, even though fireworks and phantasmic time, that could be super hectic, but there are people on the side telling you where to go. So they're really making sure that they're actively controlling the crowd, whether as it's kind of a free for all in the, in the other parks, which makes it feel more claustrophobic and crowded. Okay. Okay. Thank you for the input. Both of y'all. Um, this is just me asking personally, Kirsten, as a, because like, um, back when I used to go to Disneyland a couple times a year, um, I've gotten really into, oh, I've gotten into like pin collecting. So do you have a personal pin collection of your own that you would like to share? Goodness, I do. I, <laughs> let me, it's somewhere on my, in, in these shelves. I do have some good. I mean, you don't have to pull it out right now. Yeah, but like, I don't you know, have, but like, I, well, it's there. It's, it exists. Um, this is funny. Like, just off the bat right now, I have like my birthday pin here. This isn't like one of my pins, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, my actual, I have a pin book that's like on the shelf here, but I'm not sure which one mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> and it'll take me a little bit to find it. But I think one of my personal, um, I do have some nice. Like collector's pins but i think one of my personal favorite pins are i have this little winnie the pooh like a baby winnie the pooh and he's eating honey oh, and i think it's so super cool. adorable and just some other i was like really into pin collecting when i went to walt disney world so i had like a little finding nemo the musical pin yes there's a musical and it's great <laughs> uh yeah just like they're really fun to to look at and stuff but i don't really pin collected anymore mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so thank you i mean okay. you have a favorite pin do you guys have any p- pins i actually oh. i do I, that's what i went under my desk to get this time oh my gosh chain. yeah so i've had this lanyard since 2017 or 2018 oh i have something blasphemous on here that i will reveal in a second but i have okay you know, the, the ucr pin okay hold on oh, wait no that's not ucr oh, wait this one's a ucr pin the tartan soul one mm-hmm. oh yes yes i still have mine they're like oh don't lose this yada yada i got the shoot farm one yay hey office okay okay and then you got 11 and then something from work and then this is from coffee bean no i forgot where this is from but i you know i didn't even realize i still had this but the last time I went to Disneyland was in 2018. This says Walt. I think this says Walt Disney World. I don't know who gave me this. Someone did. It's yeah. No, no. I think that so is. It's cool. I, I just want to get something. Cool. I've been to Disneyland. So like, <laughs> I've been there before, and you know it's fun. But you know, some you know, I went there when I was 18. I think before that I went when I was even younger than that, and then I recently went when I was. Yeah, I think 18 was the last time I went. It's just. It's at my age, I'm saying my age, but at my age and like my level of understanding of the world, I just, I couldn't enjoy being there. 
Mm-hmm. I just like mm-hmm. watching all around all these like smelly kids running around like, oh, there's there's Goofy. Or, like, you know, and you have the app and everything that keeps tra- telling you where all the people are. And then you come in there with the plan. Okay, so we're going to go to Cars Land. We're going to get the, you know, fast pass over there. And then sooner or later, our next fast pass will be up. It's like, it's... <laughs> It's like a whole process. Like I'd rather be just spending my time being able to just walk around and enjoy it versus mm-hmm. having to actually plan what I'm going to do. But that's just me. The thing is, like, you can do that. It just, like, depends on, like, the trade-off would be, um, you know, kind of lines and stuff like that. Like, if lines are a concern for you, there are single rider lines in most, yeah, most availables. Yeah, and most of the rides, there are single riders lines, so those are significantly shorter, and even if you can't, yeah, if you can't get a fast pass for, like, the bigger ticket rides, like Space Mountain and Cars, I know Cars fills up really fast. If you just hop in line at the very, very last second, you could still go at the end of the night. Not a lot of people know that for some reason, but they'll still let you go. That's kind of like my, and it's also, um, like, the time of the day where you choose to go on rides and to those bigger ticket attractions depends too. Like if you go when people are having lunch, you're more likely to have a lower wait time, etc. So like I said, it's just, th- there is a process, but that's just kind of things that you learn or someone else who's guiding you or things that people teach you as you become more experienced going. But I, I definitely understand how it's very overwhelming for first timers. So I always recommend like certain tips or certain guidebooks and channel YouTube channels to check out. So, yeah. Yeah, it's highly mm-hmm. coveted, you know. Like, I mean, I think that will go for any park, right? So like planning out your visit, so like you maximize the amount of times you are on rides versus like just waiting in line. But yeah, thank you all for yours. You're all, all of y'all's input sorry, on uh on Disneyland, and we would I would actually like to get into our next topic here, um a little bit of a rush transition. But <laughs> what I personally have noticed is that both of you uh both of you like music a lot. So um let's start off with music tastes first. So you know that Spotify Wrapped coming out. Exposing everyone. <laughs> so, hey, let's uh, let's start off with Rudy. So, what have you been listening to lately? Any genres and any recommendations? Um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, jazz, modern jazz, I guess. Uh, specifically, the artist artist Jacob Collier. Collier, I forgot how to pronounce his name. If you're familiar <laughs> with him, he helped co-write uh, "Best Part" by Daniel Caesar. Um. I do recommend a song by him. It's called All I Need. I'll link it into the chat. But yeah, I've um, been listening to him a lot. A lot of pop, jazz. I, I'm into like really old music, like some stuff from the 60s, like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, also stuff from the... I, I have a wide genre of music, but mainly I listen to a lot of early 2000s, as well as um, some current jazz, old jazz. A lot of jazz. <laughs> You like jazz? You like jazz? jazz? That's exactly what I was like. <laughs> I was waiting for like the timing. I'm like, I gotta say it. People are gonna yell at me in the chat if I don't so, say it. So, so, you, so yeah. yeah, you like jazz? <laughs> I do like jazz. No, uh, that's crazy. Uh, I love. I've been listening to a lot of older stuff too, like 50s, 60s, um, for my own personal research of you know, since I write music and stuff like that. Like, oh, what makes a song a good song? Or, like, why do I keep on going back to this one? Why is this stuck in my head? Uh, And also just kind of the nostalgic feeling. And so, you know, you feel like you're in a movie, you're studying over here, and you're like, oh, man, this sucks. But, you know, I'm just the main character studying in the movie right now. So, uh, yeah, I think some things, like, just definitely what Rudy mentioned. Also, I'm trying to think of, like, very specific um, artists. Recently, while I'm studying, I really like listening to Rex Orange County. Mm-hmm. I just, it's very, very chill vibes. So, and it's not too much where I'll get distracted. 
um, obviously a lot of Disney music, you know, they'd be bops, <laughs> some musicals too. I'm a big musical theater person as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I just kind of really listen to whatever and whatever I'm feeling. I'll even listen to rap. I really like the Into the, Into the Spider-Verse album. That's kind of yes. my hype album. That one's really good. <laughs> right? I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll elevate too. Like, okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's kind of where I'm at. I'll, I'll listen to anything, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I would personally like to ask you, Kirsten, on, like... Mm-hmm. So, you make music. You write music, right? So, what are mm-hmm. some key inspirations into making your own music? Ah, uh, yes. So, definitely drawing from my personal feelings and real-life experiences. I feel like every artist does that. There are some people who don't and i feel it's a little bit ingenuine because when you're writing a song you're trying to connect with your audience and tell them a story um it doesn't have to be like your situation that you've personally been in but just drawing from like your your own thoughts and such so i always try to do that and i was just trying to write a song the other day i just started um the melody kind of plunked out to me out of nowhere and I was drawing from a personal experience because I had to cut off a friend recently, a really close friend. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of played how I was feeling and I came up with this sad waltzy type thing on the piano. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm also using that as my personal healing as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, music is therapy. I really do believe in that. So, yeah, that's kind of where I draw my main inspiration from. It's mm-hmm. kind of everywhere, especially, you know, love songs. It, it really helps if you have a special someone in mind when you're writing love songs. It comes out way cuter, in my opinion. All right. Thank you. Um, Rudy, uh, so I do notice that whenever we're in the Discord call, you pull out your guitar and whatnot. So what are songs, or let me think for a second here. What are key songs that make you go, hey, I want to learn that, and I want to, like, I just want to go into it want to play it or learn how to play it honestly if like it has a catchy like tune to it like um when the during the reveal for uh pacn the song uh too good to say goodbye has a really nice um opening to it i was like you know i want to learn that so i learned it like honestly it's not whether the song's good or not if it sounds catchy i'm gonna learn it just because sample sample (laughs) I mean, sample. We do got the video on. Just saying. Oh shoot! We go in that route. If y'all want to okay. perform, that that's cool. No, wait, too. hold on. I'm gonna grab my ukulele. I'll be right. I'm gonna. I don't. I don't sing, but she does. But. I mean. She really walked out to do that. <laughs> she really. She, she really good. walked out. I'm here. Rudy, go. Y'all are getting Ooh. a performance here. And and the the sun is completely down. Hang on. I'm gonna You can hear it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. That's about it. What? Sing! I'm not gonna sing! Sing! That's okay. Well... No! I was looking forward to it. I hear it. You think I don't? Go back. Do it again. I'm not doing it again. Okay, if you don't want to do it, I'm not gonna force you to do it. Okay. You can Uh, reveal that at Chris Kringle if you send your videos in. Yeah. But this video... Oh, this... Sorry. This podcast will come out after chris kringle on sunday but however um yeah kristen if you want to do like a quick sample sure okay um i'll do a i'll do a chorus um like a a chorus or is like a a verse and a chorus probably a chorus i guess um um wait 
I'll do. I, how much? How much is enough? Like a verse and a chorus? Honestly, like just a chorus? Huh? However, however much you want to do. Okay, I'll just. <clears throat> original not released Ooh. wow i forgot the lyrics to my own song <laughs> guess we're going to just the chorus okay okay um For that. Yes, wow, that was amazing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. That is called Favorite Love Song Dedicated to My Love. <laughs> uh, Shout out to the boo. <laughs> Shout out to the boo. <laughs> Wait, Rudy. Yeah, that's just got your chorus. Own little chorus. ukulele. We gotta hear it. Oh, here we go. Hey, if you're gonna <laughs> do that, you better sing it. You better sing it too. I'm not doing it. I'm not what do you mean you ain't doing it? Oh, oh my god, uh, don't make yeah, like and do we'll, it. we'll sing along with you. Yeah, okay. How's it go again? She's my sunshine. You can do it! You can do it! And I'm in pain, yeah. She's exactly what I need. She's soothing my eyes. <laughs> you can do it. I believe. <laughs> you, Nicole, you it's okay. Got, it's you okay. Got, it's okay. It. He's saving it, it for Chris Kringle. Awesome. He's saving yes. it for Chris Kringle. I'm, I'm reading the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What? I forgot. I forgot the chords. Shoot, I literally it's forgot. Okay. It's okay. Anyway, that's that's fun. Yeah, yeah we're, no, we're, cool. we're good. We're good. We're good. That's good. good. We got you. the the fan service in. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for participating in this little sort of music topic. We're gonna go ahead and transition to the next one. And basically, it's something fundamental that we've been doing every single part of our lives whether you really realize it or not but it's basically the essence of just learning or teaching someone like hmm, how should i say this teaching someone the fundamentals of a certain topic or whatnot um this is more directed towards rudy of course so i know that you want to become a teacher in the future so what inspired you to take on that role <laughs> um honestly it was probably back when i was in third my junior or senior year in high school um i was president of my chemistry club and i hosted um tutor session tutoring sessions every day after school and i also did survivor tutoring on the side and i think for me the moment was i remember this very vividly actually because i was um i was supposed to it was another one of the sessions it was in the ap chem teacher's classroom after school and there's these two students um, there. I think they're the same year as me. They're also juniors. And I was just helping them with their chem homework. And then, you know, I gave them some guidance. And then, you, you, you know, have you ever heard of saying that when the light bulb clicks or the light bulb turns on, you, you can literally see it happen. And at that moment, I was like, I just, this is what I want to do. And, you know, coming into my freshman year in college, like, I was like, I picked biochemistry because, you know, I was like, I don't want to be stuck with an education degree because if teaching doesn't work out, what the heck am I going to do? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll stick with a biochem degree. And then from there, I get my teaching credential. So, and, but I honestly didn't know what to do. And then thankfully I found the program that I'm currently in as uh, SMI and pretty much I'm, I've gotten hands-on experience in a classroom, like actually teaching. It, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. So it was just that little, you know that little spark that just got you into motion but yeah yeah and just inspiring people to i want to see that in other people as well mm -hmm. 
being inspired to learn. But, yeah. Oh no! I'm being sympathetic towards Rudy. No, no, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh. okay. Um, Kristen, I don't. I believe I don't know what your major is. If you don't mind, if you tell business me. Business administration. Yes. Business administration. She said yeah. that at the very beginning. Okay, right. business administration with sorry, sorry, sorry. uh concentration in information systems. Mm. So I'm more of a, a tech gal. So like, what do you plan to be doing? You know, in the future. Well, I'm so glad you asked that because tying back to our first topic, I would like to be a Disney Imagineer Ooh. and work for Disney, specifically the Disney parks, in order to improve and add to the magic of the experiences that you okay, turn your snap camera off, okay? <laughs> um no memeing during during my monologue. Okay. Um yes, I would like to be a Disney Imagineer. So but I'm more interested in the technical aspects, so that's why I picked business administration with information systems. So, you know, coding and just, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I think tech is a broad enough, or information systems specifically as a skill set is a broad enough venture. Mm -hmm. So I can go to different aspects into Disney Imagineering. So it just kind of like depends on where it goes. But I think I'm definitely headed that route eventually. So is there a certain push like Rudy? Like, was there like a certain point in your life where like, boom, I want to do this. I, I want to work for Disney and like help improve mm -hmm. their, their parks or whatnot. So is there mm -hmm. some sort of experience similar to that? Yes. I mean, it definitely came from that deep love of Disney in general. Mm -hmm and being like just seeing what it is like the the way that it's affected me and other people my family uh knowing that i could be part of creating those magical moments for people mm -hmm. so i knew that i always wanted to do something with disney and i still want to maybe you know voice acting stuff filipino disney princess you know you know call, call me call me uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just know that it's right where my passion lies, where great passion meets another passion of, you know, my passion for tech and girls in tech in general. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where that spark was, especially, ooh, especially when I had the pleasure of touring the Disney Animation Studios through a friend. So actually going in there and seeing like, wow, like, these are the people, this is the space, the room where it happens, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like, this is where it all goes down. Like, wow. Like, even if it's, I'm in Disney Animations or Disney Imagineering or Walt Disney Studios or Pixar, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm part of making these joyous feelings happen for others. So, yeah, I think that's really special. And if you all didn't notice yet, but y'all are much more similar than you think. I'm just going to put that out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> All right. So. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're going to um, go into the Q&A portion. So if you all have any more questions, I saw some questions earlier. I'm going to be asking that. So uh, I think, oh, wait, maybe some of them just got removed. So There's so many. I was like seeing a few. I was trying not to okay. let myself look, I mean, there but there's there like very too. interesting ones. I was like, yes, let's answer all of them. Um, yes. So please, <laughs> if you if y'all have any questions to ask our guests here, uh, go for it. But I have a couple right now. Um, let's see. There was one I just saw, but I already missed it. Yikes. Uh. Oh, here. So. What are your favorite parades, and what is the best place to find a seat? I think this is more directed towards Kirsten here. Yes, yes, I'm so glad you asked that. Okay, well, my actual favorite parade came up recently. It is the Dreaming Up Parade in Tokyo Disney, which I have not gotten to see in person, unfortunately, but the soundtrack is absolutely incredible. Like, it is by far the best soundtrack that I've heard for a parade ever, like, hands down. 
But in terms of one that you can actually go see at Disneyland, probably, definitely the Christmas Fantasy Parade. That is the Christmas holiday one, and it's super cute, and it's like, a Christmas fantasy, so it just gives you the holiday vibes immediately. And what was the second part of that question? Where to uh, find the best, the best seats? Yeah, for the parade. Well. Assuming the one in SoCal, it, yes. Yes, so for that, it really depends on how long you're willing to wait <laughs> to find a seat, um, because it's... Honestly, I don't pers I personally don't mind standing room. Um and any spot is pretty much a good spot as long as you get an un unobstructed view. I guess it's just up to your preference of whether you want to be on Main Street because the parade does stem all the way to it's a small world area. So, it kind of like depends on what you want the background of it to be, but it really doesn't matter because you're able to like see the whole thing. Like you won't miss a part of the parade just because you're not standing in a certain spot. Unless you're standing right behind a tree, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to be standing behind a tree. <laughs> oh, there are some big trees and big poles. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so this is more of a general question. And this will be up to y'all's interpretation. We'll start off with Rudy here. Um, who's exactly what you need? <laughs> this is up to your interpretation answer it in any way you would like um honestly the person that i exactly need is someone who's comfortable enough to be themselves around me like mm -hmm. i don't want i don't need anyone to be anyone else other than himself mm -hmm. yeah short sweet to the point all right kirsten how about you She's exactly what I need. Mm, da, da, da. I, I'm pretty sure that was the answer they're looking for. Um, I guess for me, if we're asking for, you know, they want the... names. Ooh, names. Uh, not just Wait, names, did they say? But no, no, just in general. That's okay. Interpretation. Well, Maybe my name. Um, well, the name that I'm going to list specifically, Mabuthang Christian Barjona. Um, my friend, um, since this is a video, uh, thank goodness, then I could show you guys this really cute picture of us at Aww. a pumpkin patch last year. Oh my gosh. I'm surprised but it wasn't Disneyland. It's gonna, I'm changing it today. It's, it's gonna be a Disneyland picture. Yeah, yes, we, we, we went to Disneyland together, so it's gonna be that. Um, yes, because <laughs> this is now winter season, but, um, he is exactly what I need. Um, someone who's, but in, I guess a more general scope of someone who's ambitious, um, like has, um, knows what they want to do, not necessarily have everything worked out, but knows the direction they want to go in and is taking steps to achieve their goals. Like not just saying it, like you have to put into action for it as well mm -hmm. and prioritize his family mm -hmm. and balance lifestyle. So yeah, that's a, it's a little thing. Yeah. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. So this is a question for both of you, and we'll start with Rudy again. Um, which Disney character would you be? I'm just thinking of the most evil, like troll. <laughs> what the fuck? Chernabog. Chernabog is the 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 most powerful Disney. No, actually, okay, but you wouldn't be the most powerful though. Never mind. No, I wouldn't um, be the most powerful. No. I don't know. Maybe like Captain Hook or something, and I'm like no, Peter no, Pan. No. Like. No, 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 no. <laughs> Realistically speaking, I'd honestly probably be like the the wizard troll from um Frozen. Mm. Like, like like Grand Poppy. Yeah, like <laughs> like uh, that's the only thing I could like realistically see. See so being yourself, and would yeah. would you care to explain why? He's just kind of there to the side, you know. He's not, he's, he's not a main character. He doesn't want to be a main character. He mm -hmm. could easily be one. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he he's solid because he's literally made out of stone. <laughs> Stop. Okay, that's so pretty like, good. So, so he he's 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 quite immovable. But no, he's he's there to provide the wisdom to the main character when they need it. Mm -hmm. And oh. also to warn them when they're making bad decisions. He's kind of like a teacher, if you will. Ooh. Okay. I actually do. Okay. 
Chris is just like, oh, okay. No, no. Um, I, it's just I, I, I appreciate the deeper understanding of it or the deeper meaning, even if it was right. unintentional. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chris. No, I, I want to hear. I want to know yours now. I'm genuinely curious. What is yours? Oh, wait, mine or Chris's? I was going to be like, oh, Chris. Oh, Kristen. Kristen. What about you? Kristen. Okay, what about... Okay. Ooh, wow. Um, <laughs> honestly, it depends on the type of day it is. But I right, think today, in most consistency... Today? I think most what most people are tagging me as are... And myself. Would be Anna from Frozen. Mm. I do tend to fall a lot. A little bit clumsy. Despite being, you know, a dancer, so you would imagine I'm not as clumsy. Um, apparently, I just run into nothing and I trip over nothing and I just walk into walls. <laughs> uh, and then I guess Rapunzel, too, kind of on the similar wavelength of that. Yeah, the very positive, upbeat, outgoing characters. That is, that is me. I think Anna a little bit more, for sure. I can see Anna. Mm-hmm. I do have an on address. What, what about what about you, Chris? Yeah. Let... Okay. Well, should I don't we know. If this wait, wait, even... hold on. No, what's up? Go for it. Go for it. Ask oh, Chris, I think we should try to guess what he. Yeah. Is. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. Wait. What's his? Do you know what his major is? I forgot. My what? He's Your major. I, I'm a bio major. Ooh. No, no. There's this, there's this one character that I'm specifically thinking of. He's like, he's very meme-y. And I can't think. Oh, very, very meme. Like, like I, I, when I think of Chris, I think of just meme and like pops off randomly. So. Stuff randomly. Um. I have a character in mind. So. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. But, I'll, but I'll, if you want to guess, guess the same one though. Okay. Do you want to? You you want to guess? Um, I think like. Dang. Who's, um, damn. Um. If you if you start like describing character traits, then I can like come up with the character. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna say Gaston, dude. <laughs> Gaston, no. Gaston? <laughs> never, I no, could no, never. No, no. <laughs> just, it's just like, it's so random, but like loud no. and bombastic. Definitely no, that's not. not me. Oh my gosh, Ruby, Ruby, I know who he'd be. He'd be Lefou. There we go. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, I would. I would Ruby, I was gonna say, no. <laughs> Shoot, no, I was gonna say like I was gonna name. At first, I was gonna name Tadashi, but he's like Tadashi's way too nice for you to be. Yeah. Him, what? So. <laughs> oh, he's Fred. Nice. He's fr no, the 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 other guy, the one that in the monster costume. That's Chris. Yeah, no, Fred. Yeah, okay, like Fred. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like low. Key, I mean, but not really though. I mean, Fred's kind of. I I can't I can't see Chris being as um overt to personal hygiene as Fred is. Okay, oh, yeah. minus I that, like I think I think it's pretty similar. Okay, do you think so? Okay, I'm right, I'm, right, I'm right. getting like vibes from like a character from Big Hero Six, like right, right. Big Hero with Six this is one of my sort of favorite movies. Me I'll too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah right. Hero was like when I when I watched Big Hero Six, that's when I was like, ooh, tech would be a really cool thing because they showed like Honey Lemon and Go Go being into tech, and mm -hmm. so I was like, I'm a girl, I can do tech too. Mm -hmm. So. There we go. Okay, that's another, sorry, tie back. All right, let, anyway. let's, let's see what Chris thinks he is. Yeah, what do you think? What well, do you think? I, I do love Gogo from Big Hero 6. Not gonna lie. That, this is like my favorite character from that movie. I just wanted to point that out there. But okay, yeah. I don't know if this even counts because this is a Disney-Pixar kind of hybrid. Oh, no, no. It totally is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Pixar yeah. is Disney. So I, I would classify myself as Remy from Ratatouille. <laughs> I actually genuinely I... believe that. <laughs> not, I'm not Wait, even. Are you Remy or are you Linguini though? Like, I, 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 I can also see that too. I, I can yeah. also see that too. I'm like a mix of both. I would like to say, Remy, Remy and Alfredo Linguini. Alfredo, but... like, oh my gosh! So you are the, their love child. Yes. I mean, oh, I mean, yeah. I guess. <laughs> But yes, I do. I feel like the characteristics of um, Remy looking for something bigger on terms of like just being more than the stereotype that he's been put in. I think that's where I like highly align with. And that's what inspired me as a kid. But I'm just saying, right, yeah, like I just highly identified with Remy when I first watched that movie. I was like, damn. 
this is like this kind of hits a little bit close to home but oh my gosh um i also see myself in alfredo linguini where he's kind of unsure of what to do and he's kind of lost that sort of direction but uh, like remy being there to help guide him through the process and also eventually late helping him lead himself to become like a better person a person who can like stand alone who can also react to situations always wanting to be better i think i also highly identify with alfredo linguini as well so, so you're just like, the I'm movie nice. ratatouille i'm basically you're both main characters from what i understand perfect <laughs> The no. main character Ratatouille energy, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my personal interpretation of my. No, I like that. I like that a lot. But I, lo- I love Ratatouille. Yes. It is so good. It, it's, right. uh, it's favorite so Disney good. movie. Favorite <gasps> Disney movie. Well, let's start with you, okay. baby. I, I want to hear your. Yeah. Favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I'm curious. If we're, Go. if we're going purely based on soundtrack, I really love Tangled. Tangled, yeah. Uh, and when I it's I see the tier. I see the light I see the light hands down it's always gonna be my favorite like we're falling in love song you know mm-hmm. it's a favorite it duet is... favorite duet it... there you go but Ooh. in terms of like pure pure enjoyment it has to be Big Hero Six yes I also agree with pure enjoyment also action in that movie Woo, pretty good Ooh. I love the action also, in that so just like the I also just love like the characters are solid, especially if you guys watched Big Hero Six the series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Disney Plus. Like, highly, highly recommend if you love Big Hero Six, you got the series because it's just a continuation mm-hmm. off of the movie, and it's all really great. And the characters, they even dig into the characters more, and so I think it's just a great show. I mean, great movie, great show, mm-hmm. especially in terms of diversity with the cast as well. Um. For me, I think, like, Big Hero 6, I have a few. Like, I can't just pick one. So, Big Hero 6, Ratatouille, Wally, Whoa, that's um, and also Tangled as well. Um, those are just really, really solid. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, something else. I guess, I don't know. My favorites tend to rotate, depending on the day. So, right now, it's those four. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oh, wait, Coco! Oh my gosh, Coco! Oh so Coco is also Coco good. Is, the okay. old, is one of the only movies that got me this close to crying. Wait, so you didn't cry, Coco? No, I didn't cry. I'm inhuman. I cry, but <laughs> let me tell you, that was this close. I went with somebody. I, I I I went on somebody with a date on that. That person oh. bawling their eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just over here looking at them. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> Oh shoot! Oh my goodness! But yeah, that was, it was that. Yeah, Coco's a good movie too. Very shoot. very good, especially like music too. Is if you have like a connection to music, you're like, oh the yeah. The story is really good too. It's just like it's like someone who kind of lost their way and then finds it. Uh, that one, ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. The plot twist, though. Spoilers, but like the plot twist. Plot twist. The movie came out how many years ago now? I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> no, people, trust me, there are people who haven't seen it. I'm just like, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Anyway, listen, any died. more questions? Oh, yeah, uh, so. They're, they're all dead. That's in the trailer. They're, they're That's all dead. The point. They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know if y- y'all played it or not, but. Uh, or actually, no, there's one up here earlier. But basically. Uh, what is this? Okay, so what is y'all's thoughts on High School Musical, the series? So, I only <laughs> y'all gonna call me simp again. Uh, I only know one song from there. It's "Wondering," and um, the reason why I have <laughs> the only reason why I even know about it is because um, back in January I had a breakup, and my ex sent me that song, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And listen, it was like, damn, really sad. Damn. Okay. Why would they and say? Okay. So my, so my only, my only perception that high school the musical is that it's really sad and simpy. That's all I can. That's all I know about it. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess a little in a way. Yeah, I could see some aspects. I love High School Musical the musical the series. Um. The songs absolutely slap. The cast is 
fantastic, so talented, totally deserved to be in those slots. And I like the story a lot. There are some problematic things in there. I'm like, why is this character doing that? How about you not do that and just do this instead? I'm trying to like be not spoilery right now, but I love it. It's great. And I really identify with Nini. Um, just especially like seeing her with her Filipino representation on the screen is like, that's like validation. Like I felt seen. I think we all felt seen mm-hmm. seeing that. Haha, <laughs> seen. Might have to watch this now. You have to. No, she literally calls Definitely. her grandma Lola on screen, and like it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really the good office, too. but High School Musical. All right, just <laughs> that's all I needed to hear. The op- it's not all simpy, but there are some good songs. So like, go watch it, like the whole thing. Yeah. All right. So we are heading heading. Heading towards the end of the podcast here. Yeah, we've reached the one hour mark. But um y'all have any shout outs, any plugs, any projects you've been wanting to shout out on. But yeah. Go ahead. Okay, Rudy, you go first. No, you can go first. I have to think. No, what well, I no, I I insist. No, I have to think first. Fine. Okay. <clears throat> So if you'd like to see more from me, you can follow me at Kirsten Got Style on all social media platforms, but I'm most active on Instagram and TikTok, I guess, YouTube as well. Twitter just started up recently, so I did tweet a fighting tweet out to Rudy before this. So, you know, if you want to see me trying to fight Rudy some more, you want someone in on that, go follow Twitter or Instagram. I don't know, just anything. But I do a lot of Disney music stuff. So if you're into that and some positive vibes, then go definitely check some stuff out. Any other shout outs really you'd like to do? Kirsten? I'm talking to you. What? Sorry? Oops. Any other shout outs? Oh, no, shout outs no, no. to shout out to the fam. Famline for being here. Thank you. Thank you. For watching this showdown. And to everyone else that's watching too. Like, it's really cool that you guys are here. And I'm very happy, and thank you for asking questions and um, rooting. Uh, blah, blah blah. Rooting for us? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. That, that there there it is. There's the phrase. Okay. Oh, you ready? Yeah. Um. Um. Shout out Chris for hosting this. It's always a great time. Always good watching these. Always good being in these. Um. Hope to do it again too. A lot of fun. Um. Shout out to my fam. I know they're not watching this, but shout out to them anyway. <laughs> shout out to the chat chat for constantly clowning me (laughs) i know they are and you know shout out to kirsten for talking too it's great wow oh my gosh and you know rudy shout out to you too and oh and chris of course for bringing us on and actively wanting this blood map uh bloodbath blah 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 um you know what it didn't turn out as worse as you think it was gonna I know fact, it's like it's gonna be bad. We're different, yes. but the same. Yes, exactly. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> really Not gonna lie, I was a little scared. I was like, "Ooh, it's gonna get the little pa 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 in here," but it didn't as much. So this is very. I'm, you know, I may say that I'm gonna fight, but I re- I really won't fight. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a pacifist. Oh, I like, okay. I like I, I like I like to you know solve things with words and communication because you know what communication is key. Yes. I mean I can communicate with you while I'm, you know. I'd like uh, to see you try. Why don't why, why don't you come over here and do that yourself? No, there's COVID, bro. I'm not gonna do that because okay. I care about my personal safety more. <laughs> um, right. just kidding. Anyway, next next time in person. <laughs> I thank y'all for coming on to this podcast. It wouldn't be possible without y'all for signing up and whatnot. But yeah, again, this is Katicast number four. Thank y'all for coming out, Kristen and Rudy. And yeah, this ends Katicast number four. Sorry about my dog (laughs) barking at me. Let's see the dog. Let's let's ask the dog some questions. I think the dog definitely. Are you okay? Are you are you okay? (laughs) Do you need to be freed? 
I think the dog definitely said, go cursed in. Oh, no, and no, no. bite Rudy. I think that's definitely what they want. No, um, no, no. First of all, that dog, I will, I will, I will eat across oh. the room if it comes close to me. <gasps> Chris, he just said he's going to eat your dog. You know Chad, what? did you get that? You you're gonna that. have to go through me first if you're gonna eat my dog. Okay, then I will. I will do that too. Wait! Oh yeah. my! God. He does have an Instagram, Geo underscore Geo underscore ten underscore twenty nine. But a lot of underscores. Yeah, I know. That's Chris's right? shout out for today. That is my shout out for today. But yeah, it's my dog, and that's it. But yeah, anyways, Contacast number four. Thank you for joining. And that concludes Kate Cast number 4.